Welcome to the Haunted Highlands. Episode 1, The Curious Case of Christopher Post. Hello listeners and welcome to Haunted Highlands, a show created, starring, recorded and edited by me. My name is Megan and I have an unhealthy fascination with the supernatural. I've lived in the Highlands all my life and I've heard stories from relatives about areas which might be haunted. Hence, I created this show to educate and inform the public on ghosts and the spirits that might be haunting the Highlands. In this first episode, I will be discussing and possibly communicating with the ghosts of Christopher Post. Let's begin, shall we? So, who or what are we looking for tonight? Well, if you just heard what I said about five seconds ago, this ghost goes by the name of Christopher Post. Our story begins in this small highland village called Kinyusi, which, coincidentally enough, I live in and have lived in for the past, like, 18 years. Not a lot going on, but apparently in the 1970s, the sewage plant was where it was at. The plant was seen as a good thing as it brought jobs into this village, however, all was not as it seemed. Things at the plant were running smoothly and as well as they could for a sewage plant. But late one night, on the 26th of April, 1976, one worker by the name of Christopher Post was on the night shift. The story goes that Mr. Post was called into work at like 2.30am because his boss, Hamish Green, of the plant got a tip off that someone had broken into the plant. Now, what any sane person would be doing in a sewage plant is like totally beyond me, but each to their own I guess. Regardless, Christopher went and tried to find the fiend. Also, why the police weren't called is also beyond me, but we'll get into that when we discuss the theories. After checking the security tapes, Christopher couldn't find footage of anyone breaking in or even in surrounding areas. It wasn't until he checked the footage of the security room in which he was in when he saw a tall, dark, looming figure who was standing right behind him. The creature's eyes were blood red. That footage of Christopher in the security room that night is all we have left before the unimaginable happens. Or maybe you can't imagine it because that's what this whole thing is about. Well, cut to the next morning when workers started arriving for their shifts, blissfully unaware of their co-workers' untimely fate. That was until one of the workers peered into one of the vats of sewage just for health checks and instead of finding the usual like rubbish and shit well christopher was in there too lying face up his brown eyes were now blood red too the footage from the rest of the night was frazzled and deemed unusable by the police who were relying on it to find the killer and forensics ultimately ruled the case as a murder slash suicide and tried to find the red-eyed killer but nothing came of it the killer, well, the anonymous killer, got the name the Red-Eyed Killer and had quite the reputation ranking, you see. Similar to Freddy Krueger in A Nightmare on Elm Street, some workers actually left the plant out of fear that they'd be on the night shift and would end up with the same fate as Christopher's. However, some shops on the high street actually made a sizable profit selling crucifixes, spells, potions to protect the local villagers from the demon who actually never made another appearance after its debut. Coincidence? Maybe. Now that the story's out of the way, 
let's move on to some theories. And we only have two because it's actually quite a small case or small story. So this is what you have to go off. Bear with me. Theory one, let's go. Theory one is that this was all an elaborate plan made up by, drumroll please, Hamish Green. I know you're probably wondering, Hamish, the boss, what would he get out of like one of his workers actually like being murdered slash killing themselves in a vat of sewage? Well, some background on Hamish is that he founded and started the plant with his late father, Scott. He also got married to his childhood sweetheart, May. And now actually, May is kind of more important in this, but we'll, we'll, I'll, tell, I'll just sit down and listen to this. So something funny about May is that she was cheating on Hamish with Christopher Post. I know, T. Would you have expected it? I don't know, I don't really care because I'm telling you this right here, right now. So, Hamish found out about this affair because apparently Christopher and May were not very good at keeping secrets and keeping their hands to themselves, let me just say that. All, well, what I will say is that there was an incident in the break room, May, Christopher, did Hamish walk in? I'll leave that up to you, but that's the tea on that, sis. So, Christopher's murder could have all just been an elaborate plan plotted by Green. It would make sense though. Green called Post in about the suspicious activity at the plant, but it also doesn't explain the demon-like entity in the security tape. Could it have just been a costume? How far was this one man willing to go to save his marriage to a woman who clearly didn't love him anymore? Sources close to the couple say that they filed for divorce only one month after the murder. May gave birth to a healthy baby boy eight months later. Could his father have been the late Christopher Post? I'll, I'll leave it up to you. Moving on to theory two, which in my humble opinion is kind of a letdown, or I don't know how to really phrase it better than a letdown, but it basically states that this was all just one huge coincidence and that the demon in the footage is the real killer. I know this is like a kind of a ghost hunting sort of show, but just saying the demon did it because there's not a lot of details of this, they just were just like, yeah, demon did it, yous can all suck it. And that's not what we're here for, we want detail and depth. And basically this theory was just saying that the reason that the police couldn't find the killer is because it is or was a demon. Now, personally, I've never tried to find and arrest a demon, but it does not sound like a task I would want, and it sounds difficult because I think demons are just... I don't know, they're, they're not really physical beings, they're kind of just like ghosts or spirits or just energies that can control environments. And demons don't really just appear out of nowhere, you couldn't really physically catch one, they have to be linked to a space where there is continuous negative and evil energy. And just demons in general give off very bad vibes and I don't know, it just sounds, almost sounds too good to be true, which I may be phrasing that wrong, but... I mean, it'd be kind of cool if it was a demon. I'll, I'll, I'll take back my earlier statements about this being a letdown. It would be kind of sick if it was a demon, and like a good sick, not like a bad sick. And it would probably be, I don't know, it'd be more interesting, and we'd have more depth to this. Maybe when I go to the next part in the show, when I go and try and find Christopher, plot twist, I find a demon. If you have any theories or questions, queries whatever else starts with Q, concerns with the story or again your theories of your own please feel free to let me know i think there's a comment section down here just hit me up there we can discuss it next episode
Now is the part of the show which I don't know if you've all been waiting for, but here it is nonetheless. The part where I go and attempt to communicate with Christopher by going down to the sewage plant myself on 26th of April, 2.30 in the morning. Let's go. Right. Hello? Testing? Right. Can you hear me? Are we ready? You kind of have to be because I am because I'm, as you can probably hear, outside the sewage plant right at this very moment. So that's what that shh noise in the background is. So enjoy that for the rest of the segment. Um, it's probably better that you can hear where I am rather than smell where I am. And you can probably guess why because sewage plant and it just smells like eggs, a lot of other shit and nasty things I don't even want to comprehend right now. So this is what we're working with. Let's get into it. Where were we? Now, after doing some intense research, and by that I meant I just watched a lot of classic ghost hunting shows and looked up a WikiHow article on how to hunt for ghosts, I realised I am too broke to get any of the equipment that they were, well, that they'd suggest, really. So, in the spirit of me being a broke-ass student, I did some DIYs. Now, what I have in my bag here, as you can hear, is some trigger objects, and I theorised what could trigger either Christopher or the demon, and this is what I came up with. So. Just a lovely bag full of rubbish from our bin under the kitchen sink. And that smells rancid and there's some of last night's dinner in it. So we're just gonna ignore that. Um, got some red glasses in here that my mum wore in the 90s. Cause red eyes, the demon had red eyes. Maybe he'd think I was like a pal or something. What to tell me about what he did. Um, I've got one of my rings here to signify a failed marriage or proposal possibly um, and I've got a crucifix made out of the sticks that my dog brings home and also wait while I get it hear that holy water that I stole from the tap in the free church and I don't know if that's the same as holy water but we'll see if or when I get possessed so as I said about six times already I'm at the plant, got my objects, I'm just waiting for Christopher to show up because it's 2.30 in the morning, it's like negative one degrees and if Christopher doesn't show up soon I'm gonna get hypothermia and sue the bitch if that's even possible because, oh, who cares. I mean the fact that it's like minus one is kind of concerning because I looked on the weather app on my phone and it said it'd be about five for this time of night, but or morning rather, but hey, climate change and whatever. And oh my god, why has my phone just died? Hello? Siri? Anyone? Help? I swear I left it on 90 when I left and now fire doesn't drain that fast, right? Okay, I hate to be like a classic Gen Zer, but like my phone's dead, so now now's the time to get scared. So I'm just gonna <laughs> wait, hello? Sorry, I thought I heard something. Wait, what is that? Christopher? Hello? Is that you? Yo, could you make your presence known to me? I'm kind of wanting to go home now. This wasn't the best idea. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Shit, 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 shit. Run, run. Hell. Next time on the Haunted Highlands. 
this story will have you screaming. Oh my god, this is so awful. I hate this. Oh my god, what's going on? Hello? Hello? Who's there? Is someone there? Be there or be scared. Hello listeners, it's Megan. Just here to say thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Just to let you know that I've started up an Instagram account and it's at Haunted Highlands, as you can probably tell. So go leave some comments, suggestions, concerns, or whatever you want regarding today's episode, like feedback or what you enjoyed, what could be better, because I'd really appreciate just knowing what I could do to keep you listening, keep you here next week, and for the other spooky Saturdays that we're going to be having here. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. Hopefully I'll see you next week. Bye!